Oh, here we go. Benjamin? Yes, how are you doing today? Good. Hey, how are you doing? I'm good, thank you. Can you see me? I just see my... I, I can't see you. Can you see me? No. Bonjour, everybody. Hello, and thanks for joining us. Welcome to Native Lights Bidapi. I'm your host, Cole Primo. And I'm your other host, Leah Lem. In this podcast, we chat with the Native community here in Minnesota during the COVID-19 pandemic, providing connection in these social distancing and just plain old distancing times. Today, we're talking with Benjamin Shendo, the cafe manager of Gatherings Cafe, a social enterprise of the American Indian Center in South Minneapolis. Uh, recently, his cafe was recognized for helping to feed Native elders during the pandemic. So I thought it'd be great to have him on. That's right. I saw him on um, the news. Yep. So here he is. Right on. So how are you doing today? I see someone up on top. How are you doing? Good afternoon. Hi, I'm Leah and I'm Cole's sister. <laughs> nice to meet you. Leah. My name is Ben, Benjamin Shendo. Hi, Ben. But yeah, let's just, uh, I guess, get into it. Could you first uh, just introduce yourself, like your tribe, occupation, things like that? Right on. Like I mentioned, Benjamin Shendo is my name. I'm from a place in New Mexico, Jemez and Cochiti de Pueblo. I've been out here in Minneapolis almost going on two years now. You know, moved up here with my partner. She got an internship, you know, with her schooling. Started working at the Minneapolis American Indian Center. And from there, you know, worked with an amazing chef at the time. His name was Austin Bartold. You know, he was able to show my friend and I, you know, Linus and, you know, just the way of working in the kitchen. Mm. You know, so he took us in, got us going and just always helping out. You know? yeah. If you've come to the Minneapolis American Indian Center, it's just like the main hub for everybody to come. And spend their time, activities, fitness, language, classes, you know, dance, drum, everything. And since everything hit at its turn of events and how we're living, you know, we kind of first switched to just call in orders. And then we got word from Blue Cross, Blue Shield. You know, they gave us some funding and, you know, we kind of just started working together. Nice. And making these kind of meals for the elders happen. Nice. Uh, so before we get into like those good things that you're doing right now, just tell me how you're doing. Like, how's your family? Like, how are you uh, doing during all this? It's good. So I got my partner up here, Sibella, and our dog, Fuala. He's just passed out right now. <laughs> but, you know, our family is, you know, my nest right there. And, you know, everybody I work with, my good friends, you know, everybody is taken care of. They're doing well. Back at home in New Mexico, you know, they're, but everybody's taking care of everybody's safe you know our belief is food is medicine so we're just taking care of ourselves eating good drinking hot tea so things are good thank you for asking you mentioned your staff and the you know the cafe how has it been adjusting to the changes brought on by the pandemic so you know no one's here it's just the cafe crew the kitchen crew so you know a couple people who help out with delivery but you know that's the biggest change you don't see anybody we're very, you know, everybody, ha if you could see me, the mask, you know, we all have to be very, mm -hmm. you know, protective in what we're doing. So, you know, just those different, you know, boundaries of going out, you know, we have to go get produce sometimes. So, you know, you're always going out there. But for the most part, it's been you know, grateful people have been bringing stuff to us. And that's a big thing, you know, thanking everybody who's helped out, you know, 
but the staff is amazing you know humor laughter stories you know get us through everything and you know it's nice because these times have just brought people together in that unique way to be like all right now's the time you guys got to collaborate yeah. and once everything goes back to its whatever self you know we're going to be able to work together mm-hmm. um obviously gatherings has gotten some attention for you know feeding native elders could you talk more about how you go about doing that so we feed uh the elders at little earth it's um just south of us. And we got another program that we're dropping off. So in total, we're doing 100 meals for the elders daily. And, you know, like I mentioned before, we got some funding through the Blue Cross Blue Shield and the help of Brian, Brian Yazi. Some of you might know him and, you know, we just started pumping these out. And we're, you know, expected to go on till May 4th, you know, give or take, maybe a little bit longer, not too sure. So, you know, we've just just been switching from our cafe lifestyle just to 100 meals a day. So the crew gets here, eight o'clock, starts prepping. We start cooking, start getting it going. 11:30, our first pickup is, you know, straight out the door. 50 people. They come back, you know, close enough to 12, and we give them the remaining 50. And some people have been wanting to be added on. So like, they see what's going on, they wanna get a meal so we have a couple orders that we're trying to deliver to that part is like the toughest part is just having the delivering driver the person to go out there and you know the elder that lives five miles too far from where they uh got a drop off you know it's always hard but yeah that's it today before our chat here i listened to the toasted sister podcast um hosted by andy murphy uh, another awesome native podcast out there. And you mentioned uh, this lifestyle we're living is not going to be like this forever. The convenience of going to the store, grabbing what you need when you need it, have to start planting again, learn how to hunt. Can you just talk a bit about that? Um, okay. Yeah. So it's so funny, Andy, <laughs> we went to school together in New Mexico State University. <laughs> so I see you're walking in the center and I'm like, nice. you know, you have to go back into your memory bank. I know that face. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> and so we went back freshman year. And so that's so cool that she's doing that. And New Mexico, if you haven't been to New Mexico, there's a, you know, quite a bit of tribes out there. The Pueblo mm-hmm. tribes, you know, that's where I'm from. And there's Navajo, Apache, Mescalero, you know, just a bunch of tribes. And so, you know, that's just our lifestyle. Most of us are farmers. We all, the tribes live by the river. You know, we divert irrigation ditches. We come into plant, you know, you know, harvest. And so we're always in the fields, you know, corn, mm-hmm. squash, beans, chili, more things. Mm-hmm. But talking about, you know, farming, we're all going to have to do that. I think this year is eye opener enough. Like, okay, can't go to the store, get this. I might as well have a little family garden going on this year. Mm-hmm. You know, everybody doing something, you know, in those kind of ends. Planting is always nice. You talk to all the elders. That's what they talk about is back in the day, they all had a family garden. Time of the year, they come meet, you know, trade, barter, trade seeds, and then they plant that next year. Mm -hmm. And hunting, you know, if you haven't hunted and, you know, you eat meat, you know, it's, it's a big process. You know, we in the cafe serve waboose, the rabbit. And, you know, our employees have to skin the rabbit, take it apart, you know, stretch the high, you know, get the preparations for the rabbit. 
you know, and then when you graduate, I guess, from the rabbit to the turkey and then to the turkey to the deer, mm -hmm. you know, you start doing the same thing. You know, that's also very important. Like I said, if we eat meat or if we go back to that lifestyle hunting. Sustainable yeah. hunting. Yeah. So, you know, we do archery classes, you know, bullets are going to be expensive too, you know, so you're going to have to go back sure. to making your arrows and eating and shooting. Snaring. <laughs> yeah, snaring. <laughs> and then just encouraging that old mentality of grandma and grandpa growing up, you know, listening to the seasons, the animals, you know, nature. It's just going back to living how our people you were in a modern time. You know, so they say sometimes you're so old, it's new again. And it's really true. Mm -hmm. So I'm wondering, for those of us who are just like kind of getting started with cooking our own meals, is there like a favorite go-to indigenous dish that you'd recommend? Well, since you're in the lands of, you know, the north and Manuman wild rice, you know, it's always something. Oh, yeah. <laughs> wild rice is something we always like to use. You know, if you can find your local person going out there harvesting it, you know, those are the people we like to support, too. But, you know, just something very basic. You know, we do a lot of, you know, wild rice mixes, like a bowl, wild rice bowls. Since myself and my friends were from the Southwest, corn, beans, squash, something you can saute into there, some onions, some mushrooms, you know, some fungi. And, you know, you just make something with your protein. At the center, what I really like is they focus on bison, turkey, walleye. You know, if we can get some game meat, some deer, some elk some, you know, waboos, the rabbit, but, you know, something very simple like that, you know, a wild rice bowl with, you know, a nice saute of the three sisters and a fungi and the bright bison, you know, yeah, or the you know, turkey or walleye, whatever it may be. You can't go wrong with Manuman. You just can't. Yeah. It's so good. <laughs> I'll like cook up like just a big batch and use it for the next week, just adding whatever bacon, onion, uh, yeah. So, Benjamin, as we kind of wrap up the interview, uh, I was just curious, has there been any memorable moments so far, you know, as you're feeding elders? What has stood out to you during this situation? Well, when I wake up, you know, give my thanks, give my prayers. You know, you think about everybody you meet from who's helped you out. And one day we, we're going to be in this position of being an elder, being a person of age. And, you know, I hope and pray there's someone just out there who's going to take care of me in any situation I might be in. Because mm. if you get to know the elders and you find out, you know, some of them might be just living by themselves or, you know, you really feel. So that gets me going and thinking about, OK, I hope they're cracking open this box, eating this good meal, because one day I'm going to be there. And, mm. you know, and all the friends that I met in the cafe from my boss, Austin, to you know, Linus, to Ricky, to Nick, Shamira, Hunter, you know, it's like the Brian, Vanessa, the line goes down. And I always tell the staff, once you come into these doors and the people see you, your, your heart, you know, your good nature, they're always going to welcome you in. You know, this was someone's prayer and dream to have, you know, a native center with native food by native chefs at a time when we're coming back to the native lifestyle. Mm. We're going to look back at this time and what we did during this moment. How did we help out? It's almost like the Standing Rock era, but everywhere because you're getting a national shock of what it might be to live off the land, yes. you know, live very minimal. You know, this is just like a preparation for whatever has to come in. Awesome. 
awesome. Absolutely. Yeah, this is cool. When you guys got time and this is all done, come by the cafe. We'll chop it up. We'll eat. We'll <laughs> share some funny stories. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I'm yeah. so hungry right now just from all the time. <laughs> I know. <laughs> well, thank you so much for joining us. Hey, no problem. Thank you. Yeah, thanks so much. <laughs> Bye. All right. Ichimigwech, Bizendawieg. Thanks for listening to Native Lights. Native Lights Bidapi is produced by Minnesota Native News and Ampers and made possible by funding from the Minnesota Arts and Cultural Heritage Fund. And before you go, if you have someone in mind who would be great to catch up with on Native Lights Bidapi, send us an email at nativelights at ampers.org. You can also reach us on our Minnesota Native News Facebook page or now on our Minnesota Native News Instagram page. Giga Wobberman. Giga Wobberman.